Hello, and welcome back to Patient World. Today, we're so happy to have with us our special guest, Dr. Leslie Bosch. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. I really appreciate it. Oh, the pleasure's all mine. Can you start by telling the viewers something about yourself, your background, and just information about um, how you came to where you are now? Excellent. Um, well, before I became a coach, like many Americans, I was working long hours in a very demanding job. Unfortunately, I was also mismanaging my stress. I was eating lots of junk food. I wasn't exercising. I was sleeping poorly. I was snapping at my husband because I was tense all the time. And I certainly wasn't having any fun. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was unwittingly trading my well-being, my health, and my relationships for success in my career. And I started to have some um, health issues accordingly. So I started to look around for what could I do differently. And I enrolled in a wellness course offered through the Andrew Well Center for Integrative Medicine. And it was there that I learned about an integrative approach to health and which especially included resilience and stress management. And as you can imagine, during the class, I was essentially encouraged to clean up my act in all these seven core areas of health, which include things like sleep, nutrition, movement, relationships, resilience, spirituality, and environment. And during the course, I did make changes in all these seven core areas. And after several months of concerted effort, I began to feel better. I lost some weight. I felt more relaxed. I felt more connected to my husband, more purposeful, and more productive again. It was then that I was so happy with my lifestyle changes that I took my efforts to the next level and became a national board certified health and wellness coach. And so now I work with others to improve the quality of their lives too. And for me, really one of the biggest changes that I made to my lifestyle really was in the area of resilience and stress management. You know, stress is a huge issue. Um, I've practiced medicine for decades, and there are so many times that a person came to the hospital or the office because of stress-related issues, everything from the heart. A lot of people don't realize that stress can have a tremendous impact on your heart. It can raise your blood pressure. It can make you feel nauseous. Irritable bowel syndrome can just really keep you out of work for long, you know, for days at a time. Uh, your immune system, uh, there are just so many different aspects to stress that can wreak havoc on your health. And so stress management is a hugely valuable topic. Yes. And for me, I created my stress reset program really that consists of five science back strategies that are essentially designed to help people optimize their response to stress so that they can make a bigger, you know, a bigger impact without sacrificing their health, their well-being or their personal relationships. Okay, great. So what would you consider some of the major indicators that you're feeling stressed? Well, I think a lot of times you might feel really exhausted a lot of the time. And even though you get sleep, you still just don't feel energized. Mm -hmm. Another thing, you might have low motivation, like you just don't want to do anything. You might be feeling pressured and overwhelmed. You might feel like you take care of everyone and everything but yourself. You might feel irritable and find yourself snapping at loved ones. You might feel all alone 
like no one understands what you're going through. You might feel, you know, frantically try to get everything done, but fear that you're, you're, there's just no way this is sustainable. You might feel like your performance at work is slipping. You might be sleeping fitfully because you just can't turn your mind off at night. Like me, you might be stress eating and this might be causing problems with weight gain. And then as you mentioned, other issues, you might be missing quality time with your friends and family because you're distracted and you're exhausted. And then finally, as you mentioned, you might be having health issues like tension headaches or a stiff neck or pain in your stomach. And I suspect a significant percentage of people have no idea why they're feeling these things. They just feel like something's not right. They don't attribute it to stress. And once they do attribute it to stress, they're too ashamed or too uncomfortable to seek out any help and just think, you know, that it is a feeling that they have and that they have to figure out how to make it work. They have to push through. And that can be very detrimental, you know, because a lot of negative things can happen when people don't get help. And unfortunately, people are very reluctant, you know, to get help. So what has been your experience with that? I think you're absolutely right. You you hit the nail right on the head. Unfortunately, in our culture, it's it's really kind of a go, 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 get her done and don't, you know, never let him see his sweat, go yes. it alone, all that kind of thing. And especially for women, it just piles on and piles on because we have it at home, we have it at work. And it is really challenging a lot of times for women to sort of feel that it's okay for them to put themselves first, to ask for help and to try and, you know, take time because sometimes it does, you do have to slow down mm -hmm. in order to learn something new so that then you can kind of go faster again. But a lot of times in our society, we're going so fast and there are always the demands just keep going and going and going. It can be very difficult for people to, like you said, admit that they're struggling and then second um, take time but also like to know where to look for help you're right the expectations in the society they have they play a huge um, role in the stress because just speaking for women um, you know, there's always something to do between you know a lot of women they work outside of the home and then they're trying to raise kids and then you know, they have the homework and they're exhausted when they come home from work, but still the children need the homework and then you have to prepare the meals. And it's just like this, you know, that the hamster on that, that little cycle, you just keep going and going and going. And at some point you can just, it's just like you're out of gas exactly. and it's hard to rejuvenate and get back to where you need to be. Uh, and I think there's a lot of guilt also just feeling like you're not living up to the expectations. Other people can do this uh, way back yeah. when women used to have 10, 12 kids and they did it all. They would go outside and they would uh, slaughter the, the chicken and they would prepare everything. And it's it's too much. It's just really too much. So for, from your standpoint, your clients, that the people that you work with, what have you found to be? Uh, one of the most common things that you deal with? 
Well, a lot of, of what you said, this this sense of what we're sort of talking about, which is this work-life balance. A lot of times people are struggling to say no. They're struggling with people pleasing. They're struggling with um, asking others to help them uh, to take on more responsibility or to let things go. Because a lot of times there is a lot of societal pressure to just keep saying yes, yes, yes. But a lot of times um, I think people need to un a lot of times the hard lesson is that people need to understand that they have limits and that they can only do so much and they need to sort of figure out what their values are, set their priorities, and then orient their life sort of around the things that are the most important to them. And also to figure out how they can share some of the responsibility with mm -hmm. others. A lot of times that is also a challenge, especially for women. So what's one of the science-backed strategies for conquering these feelings of stress and feeling overwhelmed? Well, one of the best science-backed strategy that's out there is meditation. Meditation is a great strategy because basically a lot of times we feel like we're that we have to do what we have to do. But the point is a lot of times that's not true. And with meditation, what we can do is we can begin to catch sight of our thoughts or our old beliefs that are kind of driving our, our patterns of behavior, if that makes sense. For instance, if we think about the prescriptions for women, a lot of women that I see are, they're in their 40s. They're in their 50s, they're in their 60s, and they were kind of programmed with a certain way, a prescription for being a quote unquote good woman, right? Mm -hmm. Doing things well, how women should do things, if you will. And then there has been a lot of changes with regard to more shared responsibilities, more shared, especially in the home, moving kind of towards more um, an, a more equitable division of labor, things like that, right? Women being able to say no, have more autonomy, more um, self-advocacy, self-care is becoming more important. So there's less about a selfishness around that mm -hmm. and more kind of an urgency around the need to take care of yourself. Otherwise, what will happen if you fall down, right? Kind of that whole adage about put your own oxygen mask on first. How can you give from an empty cup? So a lot of times what happens is we need to revise the prescriptions that we received as children, because a lot of times those prescriptions are still running the show, even though there have been, if you will, advancements or changes in those prescriptions. So a lot of times meditation can help you catch sight of the thoughts that you're having that can help you that you can then revise so that your expectations or your prescriptions, it feels like you're lowering your standards, but really you're just changing them so that they're more sustainable. Okay. So can you give the audience some strategies you would recommend to, to deal with the stress? 
Well, some of the things that they can do in like, you know, 10 minutes there, I, I have like, I brought a list of 10 ways that you can relax in 10 minutes or less. Mm-hmm. And one of those is to meditate, say, for instance, with a little body scan, which you, which is simply where you find a quiet place to sit and you basically turn inward and you just kind of do a check-in from the top of your head head down to your feet and essentially what you're doing is you're scanning for tension in your body and then this gives you an opportunity to release that tension you also might notice other things like you're hungry or you need to use the bathroom or you need to take maybe a little rest right? Your body tells you what you need. But if you never stop and pay attention about what's going on with your body, then it's very hard to um, take care of your body. That makes sense to meet your needs. Another great thing that you can do is work on your breath. Breath is a lot of the a great way to change when you start to feel like you're getting anxious. Mm-hmm. Taking some deep breaths um, can help to bring to slow down your stress response and help you to feel calm again. Another strategy that you can use is to visualize a peaceful place where you feel safe to just, again, kind of like a meditation to take a pause and just turn inward and imagine a place. This could be the ocean. This could be a garden. This could be the forest. This could be a safe place in a childhood home, anywhere where you felt safe. This can help you also to reset. Sometimes I like to think about it's being in your car, And it's as if you start to go too fast and you need to apply the brake. These strategies would be ways that you could apply the brake. Typically, we pour on the gas by thinking about all the things that we have to do. And sometimes by thinking about things that might go wrong. And when we do that, a lot of times we can feel usually what we're really talking about is the heart rate picks up Mm -hmm. and this in our breathing gets more shallow. And this is really actually what a physiological experience of a stress response is. So if we can recognize like, oh, I'm starting to go too fast. I'm in a 30 mile an hour zone. I'm starting to go 55. Mm -hmm. I need, or I'm in a 70 mile an hour zone. I'm starting to I'm in a 55 mile an hour zone. I'm starting to go 70. I start to understand those stress levels are starting to get away from me. Then these are ways that I can apply the break and get back into what some people call a window of tolerance or more that parasympathetic nervous system activation. So again, you can think about a peaceful scene and this can help you to calm down. Another good strategy is to spend time with a pet. Pets mm-hmm. can often be give you that warm fuzzy. Absolutely. They, they can help to co-regulate your nervous system and help you come back to a more calm place. So do you want me to keep going? Yes, please. This is good. <laughs> so another strategy would be to talk with a friend. 
There's something that happens when you gaze into the eyes of someone that you feel safe with or that you love or that you know loves you. There's something that happens with the nervous system, and this can very much help you to remember that you're not alone, that there are other people in the world who are aware of you and who care about you and who want the best for you. Another great strategy is to take a walk, especially if you can go out in nature. Nature, you know, green grass, green trees, sweeping mountain vistas, flowers, little animals, if you can see birds, anything like this, your nervous system will usually, again, shift and come down and you will feel more calm and it can help to clear your mind for a moment. Another thing just to let us know, um, again, our, we're miraculous creatures because we can spend, we can time travel. We can go back into the past and replay things that happened in the past. And if things that happened in the past were distressing, sometimes we can think about it over and over and over again. And this can happen because your mind is actually trying to problem solve around that because it doesn't want you to have that problem or that issue again. Mm -hmm. However, sometimes it can be very, hard to turn your mind off and get it to come back into the present. Another thing that can happen is we can jump out into the future and imagine things in the future. We can imagine things turning out really wonderfully, and we can imagine things turning out really badly. And these, these things can, turning out really well can be very comforting, but we have to be careful with that because in the present moment, if our expectations don't live up to that, then this can also create distress and we can feel stressed because we can't meet those high expectations. And then the other thing is we can catastrophize. We can imagine the worst case scenario and then our bodies. There's a funny thing about our minds. Our minds can't tell the difference between what's really going on and what might happen. So our bodies can get upset in the same way as if it were happening now, even though it's just a possibility that probably has a very low probability of happening. So what we want to do a lot of times, these are ways to bring our mind back to the present moment so that we can look around and notice that in the present moment, we're safe and all is well. So again, if you take a short walk and you notice the beauty around you, this can help to bring you back to the present moment, take you out of any rumination about the past or any fear about the future, and just allow you to be safe in the present. You've touched on so many things that I do. It's amazing. Um, taking a walk. I went for a walk last night and I was singing uh, as I walked and I just came back feeling so much better. I am an island sort of person. When I leave and I fly to an island, it's just like this weight comes off my off my chest when I, I take off. And then when I come back and I, I'm landing back, the weight comes back on. But while I'm there, I very much enjoy the beach. I, I like to just sit and watch the ocean tide, the ocean, you know, just the waves. It just, it takes me to a completely different place. 
so much so that I bought these um, curtains that they are full length curtains. And when I close them, it looks like I am on a tropical island. And with the light coming in, it's just, it is so soothing and relaxing. I have a hundred pound German shepherd dog, but still just petting him at the end of a long day is just so relaxing. The deep breathing relaxes me. Deep breathing also has been shown to help with blood pressure. Definitely has some physiological um, benefits as well. So there, you again, you hit on a lot of very valuable topics. And you know, we have to be able to de-stress because if we get on that downhill spiral that we're stressed, we're not going to be able to focus. We're not going to be able to sleep. It's going to just get worse and worse. And so we've got to be able to get off that treadmill. And those, the bullet points that you hit on, they were right on. They're, I already do a lot of them. Is there anything else um, that you would like to share with the audience today? Sure. And I love that you brought up the fact that you like um, to sing. Singing is an excellent way to lower your stress levels. Mm -hmm. Listening to music can also do that for people and can put them in a different um, frame of mind, a different state. So music is another great way. Okay. Well, how can people reach you to learn more about you? Um, people can find me by going to my website, which is boschintegrativewellness.com. And you spell Bosch like the appliances, B-O-S-C-H. So that's boschintegrativewellness.com. And on the site, the best thing to do is you can find the strategies that we talked about on a blog there. But the best thing to do is to book a call because I would love to speak with people, hear more about what's going on for them so that I can share more about how they can get started in transforming their ability to manage stress. That's wonderful. And I'm going to have your website at the end of this video and also in the text so people will know how to follow up with you. And thank you so very much for coming on today, Dr. Bosch. It was invaluable. And the information that you, you've given people that can go a long way to just turn the tide on the things that they're dealing with. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.